world, I'm Eric Dye. I'm Jeremy Smith. And I'm Phil Schneider. And you're listening to the 156th Church Mag Podcast. I've only dropped my phone hard enough once in the past four and a half years, and it's just a small crack on the back. Oh, you must be one of those guys that just... I don't know how you do it. What about you, Phil? He's definitely one of those guys. Clearly. Let's not even describe it. I'm just one of those guys. This week's episode is brought to you by Rethinking Your Church Website Strategy. This ebook from Jonathan Malm covers what information you need on your church website, how to help your guests find what they need, and user experience information. All these principles are applied to a real-life church website, so you can easily follow along. Get ready to change the way you think about church websites. Get ready to make something completely unique and completely effective for your church. Get your copy today from Church Mag Press at churchmag.press. That's churchmag.press. This week on the podcast, we talk about upgrades. What would you like to upgrade personally or for your church tech team? Tell us via email at podcast at churchmag or use the churchmag podcast hashtag cmagcast. We'd love to hear from you. Now, let the fun begin. Welcome to another episode of the Church Mag podcast. This week, we are making it up as we go along. Eric Dye here, along with Jeremy Smith and Phil Schneider. You know, tech upgrades, they happen Sean Lacey on the Church Mag Back channel um, had been talking about a uh, new computer he's getting. Uh, I know not not too long ago, it seemed like Jeremy was looking for a new smartphone, and then I was looking for a new smartphone, and I found a smartphone. So did Jeremy. I don't know. Upgrades, they happen. Um, Phil, you how, how long did you go before you upgraded your phone? Uh, almost four years, and I would have gone to the full four had I not dropped it on the floor and broke the video connection. Right, and then like with like laptops, you think, oh, you know, What's the life expectancy? You know, some people say two years. Some people say two years. I've had mine for four. You know, it it, it just varies so much. The laptop behind. So I've got one right now. I just bought. Um, you bought it used, so it's 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 three years old, four years old. The one behind it that's still operational for some tasks is over nine years old. Wow! Wow! So when it comes to your personal lives and when it comes to purchasing for church tech, um, because I mean, it, it happens and we all have to do those, do that shopping. And I know personally, you know, I look and look and look and research and research. And when I see and I watch some other people online and Twitter and stuff like that, sometimes I wonder if, if like I'm an enigma the way I'm so careful when I purchase my tech, because some people, it just seems like they get really caught up in the get the latest, get the newest. And it seems like they're always getting a new machine every year, like a new a new Apple machine comes out or a new phone or, or whatever. And they've got the latest tech and they have even, it doesn't even seem like they've used up the last one. And it makes sense in our culture. It's a consumerism culture. So they're always pushing for something new, something new, something new. So I'm just curious how you guys approach that or how you guys handle that um, in your personal lives or when you're purchasing for church tech? Well, really quickly, just to kind of follow up with that, I, uh, I'm part of a Christian gaming network, and I think that you're part of this as well, Eric, on Facebook. The, there's one group that had posted a meme where you're in-game and you're, you find this loot, and it's really expensive, but it's also kind of nice. And the meme says, oh, I really like this, but I think I'm going to need the money later to, to make a better purchase, a better upgrade. And so they sell it. And then down below, it's reality. And he says, oh, you know what? Let's just spend all the money. And then it shows later, nah, I probably should have kept the money and used it later. It's just interesting that we do have that kind of mentality. Even as gamers, we're just like, spend the money. Let's do this. It's funny how... how- playing something something like a video game can kind of give you some introspective on yourself when i finished fallout 3 
my character had so many different items and armors and everything. I like even I had gotten the best armor. And in Fallout 3, your armor can wear out, okay? And I was saving it for something really, really good. Like, you know, like, I don't want to use it. I don't want to use it up because there's no way to repair it, you know? And once it's used up, it's used up. And, uh, you know, I want to save it. I want to save it. And then I never used it. And, you know, if you're not going to use it, I mean, Phil and I talked about this not too long ago where we were saying, you know, open up your church closets. Do you have stuff that you can gift, you can sell, you can just, you know, get some more use out of it? Because hoarding it and not using it doesn't do you any good either exactly hoarding is hoarding is one of the great sins of our culture if i um this is, i'm sure you guys have never watched the show mash because you're not 50 years old but um i used to watch mash in college and there's a great episode where these guys needed a, an incubator to create test cultures for diagnosis purposes and they go to this guy he's got he's got um three incubators and they're sitting on a shelf in their boxes and they say, Hey, can we uh, have one of those for our units? We can you better diagnose disease. And he says, no. And so why? Cause I'll let you have one. I'm only going to have two left. <laughs> and that's the mentality. So many of us have. It's true. It's true. And of course, on the, on the flip side of that, you have the situation where, you know, you, you're, you're purchasing equipment for a company, right? Or maybe it's even for yourself and you just want to get the best of the best of the best of the best. And, you know, that doesn't always work out. I mean, just ask everyone who, who flocked and decided to get a, you know, MacBook Pro or whatever with, with the, with the touch bar. And then they get it and then the touch bar is glitchy and they're wishing that they would have went back to their old MacBook Pro. I mean, I've, I've seen lots of tweets about that. They've got a glitchy touch bar and zero ports. Exactly. Exactly. And so because they were, you know, they're just wanting to constantly get the latest. I know some people that were felt forced to go back and be like, you know, take it back and go back to their previous machine. So hashtag dongle life. Serious, serious. You know, I do, I do personally feel like I'm not, I've not left the youth ministry game in my own head. So I'm not doing youth ministry, but I feel like I'm still that youth pastor in the sense that there's all those gadgets that I want. And I can always think of the ministry context. And um, I think it'd be really cool. And as soon as I have that money that I can just frivolously throw away, I'll probably end up buying all of them. But um, unless I have a reason to use it, I'm not going to destroy my budgets. I'm not going to um, get rid of every line item. That being said, if the budget rolls over and I lose the money, if I don't spend it, then I'm going to use, I'm going to figure out a purpose for it. So even for my own personal life, I feel like that's unfortunately very true of, I, I, I mean, if we go into a list of things that we want for this episode, mine is like half a mile long. Um, half of them are practical. Half of them are just fun because I'd love to kind of just play with them and see what would happen. When I think about past purchases I've have made, whether it be shopping for my own machine or shopping for machines for for um, some of the different uh, organizations that I've worked for, you know, initially I go in and I would I would think, wow, it'd be great to get this, you know, this this Max and that Max, and what does it look like? And that would be so cool. But when it all comes down to the actual purchase, I get very very practical, and I think, you know, you know, how do I keep it a little future proof, but not too future proof? How do you know where do I need to go as far as spending and you know, I'm not on the top end and I'm not on the bottom end. I'm somewhere in the middle. And, you know, I think as, as church techs, church techs, a lot of us are geeky, you know, and, and we like to, you know, have fun and 
stuff like that. And the church tech booth needs something. And oftentimes I think everyone thinks like we, you know, we just want the latest tech or we're obsessed with the new, new shiny toy. I mean, I've heard, I've heard, uh, I've heard people refer to a new computer or a new soundboard in the, in the church tech booth as, Oh, you guys got a new toy up there, you know, kind of a thing. And it's, it's like, well, no, it's, it's, it's not a toy. Um, it's actually a very expensive device that, um, serves a very important purpose. And, you know, because a lot of times people have that mentality or view church sex that way, I think we have to even be more careful and more mindful when we propose purchases, you know, and to, to not be that kid in the candy store wanting to get the latest, greatest, the biggest, most expensive thing. So what are some things that you guys want to get? What are some things that you want to to have for yourself maybe even upgrade well my com- my computer is, i was thinking about this when uh when sean was talking about a new laptop he was getting because he was going to be getting the the 1080 card um and i'm somebody who has a 970 card and it's a it's a mobile card and because it's a laptop it's 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 probably good that i don't have a desktop because if i had a desktop i would be i would be tempted to get the latest graphics card um i know i know that i would be but you know when i got this computer over well, well over a year ago, you know, I, I knew I wanted to have it for as long as possible. And, um, so my kind of, my goal is to wait until the next itineration of cards come out, or at least wait until this, uh, new itineration of cards are towards the end and are, are, uh, have a lower price point. So for us that don't speak video cards, um, when you say that there's that the, the 1080 versus everything else. Um, first of all, what would that offer you if you changed that? And then why is it not worth it right now, but worth it later? Uh, what that would do is you, you would have, you'd have higher, you'd have more RAM in it, more video RAM. So then you could run, you could, you'd have more, uh, you could run uh, bigger textures basically. Um, and then the processor of the card is faster as well. And so you can, you can crank up your settings more, but here, here's, the, here's the thing that, um, I'm faced with, and that is that that when it comes to the joy and the hobby of gaming, first of all, it's not that important, or it shouldn't be that important. So investing a lot of money in it isn't wise. Um, and I have I have lots of older games that don't require that. Usually, usually when it comes to graphic cards, it's it's all about. Um, having the latest so you can have the newest games on the highest settings. And the truth of the matter is, is you don't, you don't need to do that. And so I have older games that, that, uh, I still have that I'd like to play and there's, there's no need to get the, the latest and the greatest. So that's one reason why I wait. It's all about, it's all about saving some money because with older games, you can get them a lot cheaper. And so it's to make it all affordable. And so by kind of limiting my graphics card, it, it limits my wanting to go overboard. I guess. Um, so, so for some people, when they do graphics cards purchases, it's because they don't have that internal RAM because that's a fairly new thing. A couple of years ago, they added that for other people, the 4k, especially if it's church tech or if you do a lot of video stuff or even streaming stuff, um, having that output is important because if you have an older computer, you can't do that. Um, even some other people need an extra monitor that their graphics card only has one. So I think that's important as well. So it's not like it's unheard of or unseemly that you're upgrading just so that things are a little bit more shiny. But sometimes that's the case. And sometimes video games, my understanding, Eric, is some t- video games won't play unless you have that graphics card. Right, that's true. Or if if they do operate 
it's just it, it's it's kind of like it's broken. I mean, if you ever look at minimum, and and this goes for any kind of software, not just games. It also goes for video editing software, audio editing software, Photoshop, just about any kind of semi-intensive program. This is the case that when it talks about minimum requirements, don't look at the minimum requirements. If you're running something at minimum requirements, you're going to be very frustrated. You want Epsi. at least recommended. No, here's now here's my question on minimum requirements. Okay, so I was walking through a store yesterday and I saw some laptops for for sale, and I just bought my laptop. It's I bought it used. It was it's a laptop I used at work, and they're done with them. The, the employees buy them, and so I bought it. And it's it's slower than a newer laptop. It's still really considerably fast and it's a quality machine but i thought well when this thing you know dies on me or becomes unusable in another two to four years um am i going to try and cobble together cash and buy a top of the line you know macbook air assuming they still have ports because otherwise i'm not gonna buy one (laughs) um or am i gonna just try and buy a chromebook and just go with that because minimum requirements yeah so, right. uh, but, but see, that's I think it's I, all about having the right tool for the job. No, agreed. You know? agreed. But I think sometimes people have this like, so like I, I made a point a while back about youth pastors who get buy MacBook Pros so they can you know you know use Facebook more effectively with their with their students, and that's why I think people have an outsized view of what tool they need. Like you need a nice ball peen hammer. I've got a nail gun. No, you don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's kind of the problem. Sure. And and I think that there, I think that in my case, if I were to get a laptop, because I have a MacBook from 2013. So it's almost four years old. And like every Mac that I've ever had, it's won't run for like, I mean, it's just crapping out on me. And so if I run it for more than 15 minutes at a time, it gets hot and then the processor almost completely fails. And so I have to just shut the computer after 15 minutes, even if the battery is still great, which it is. I have to shut it, let it cool off, open it up another 15 minutes and do some stuff. So for me, that that Chromebook is kind of exciting because it's only a couple hundred bucks. And that's, I mean, that's what I want to use it for is just blogging and for some other stuff or 15 minutes at a time. Right, exactly. Yeah, back when I had back when I had an, an iMac and I was considering what I, what my next step was going to be in replacing it, I considered getting a desktop. I, I found that if for the price of an iMac, a nice iMac, I could get a nice desktop PC and a like a Chromebook or you know a, a, a kind of tablet slash Chromebook kind of thing for less money total. So I thought, well, I would have this powerful desktop that would have room for expansion, for cleaning out, for staying cool, these kind of things, right? Because uh, with an iMac, you, good luck replacing anything on it. Um, and then for portability, I would have this a separate device, a second device that would that would even uh, could even possibly function even as a second screen and and for for less money. Um, in the end, I ended up getting a uh, a big laptop. So basically, it's like a portable desktop because I knew it'd be having the move overseas and everything. And it has really really served me well and is continually uh, serving me well. Um, uh, and even still, I spent less money than had I gotten an iMac or, or far less had I gotten a laptop. And so, um, it, I mean, I got a very nice laptop. It's definitely um, uh, 
you know, people would be envious of my laptop and I'm very grateful for it. At the same time, I know that there are friends of mine that that love Mac that look down on it like, oh, you know, you don't have a Mac, you know. Um, and so sometimes, you know, we have to be mindful of our pride and our wanting to be cool, you know, and, and you know, really stare that in the face and be honest of, well, why are we getting what we are getting? Like, I can tell you practically why I got what, what I got. Now, is it also awesome and cool? Yes, it is. And that's fun and everything. But if I didn't have those rational reasons, I could not personally have brought myself to purchase it because cool's not worth it to me that much. So I think we can sum this up as all you Apple fans that are buying new apples. You're all suckers for paying too much for stuff. And then on a completely unrelated note, I really want to have a drone. I don't really have a use for it. I think it'd be kind of cool just to fly it and to do some video stuff for my vlog. I don't necessarily have a purpose, even though it is a thousand dollars. I don't think we were saying that about Max. <laughs> Did you like that little juxtaposition there? I don't know what that was. Phil, are you still there? I'm here. I'm just at a loss. That's my multi-layered joke right there. I really do want the drone, though. Drones are cool. Drones are cool. They are cool. I mean, I would. I really wish that they weren't trying to make every sense off of you right now, because I think that they could drop the price a lot. But... Yeah, I'll wait. It's just that, I mean, it comes back to that youth pastor thing again. I mean, I even thought about a drone when I was in youth ministry many, many years ago um, and obviously didn't do it then. I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be cool. Um, I can just imagine the ministry applications of something like this. Like you go to a youth ministry event, you just go to a church that wants to do a video advertisement and you just get like five or six shots of their their uh, church from above just to kind of survey the whole process. Or if you have like the fireworks display, Phil, that you, that you talk about a lot, you can um, get a capture of the entire crowd watching the fireworks. You can get a picture of the fireworks from a completely different angle than you can when you're on the ground. You're, you are stuck and there's so much mobility with that. And then it's just cool because I like racing things and running things around and I try to break it quick. Or if you're like me and you go to a really conservative rapture minded church, you could just strap a, a nice horn, you know, a, a nice speaker on there and do a Bluetooth <laughs> horn sound during an all nighter. Just have that drone flying around outside and just a nice little trumpet sound and scare the little kitties. You have problems with your elder board, your deacons? Phil? Are you asking if I do? No, I yeah. do not. Okay. Just just clarifying. No. <laughs> I don't do youth anymore, so it's part of, that's part of the benefit. <laughs> uh, you know, quite a while ago, I remember seeing a Seth Godin post. He talked, he had a, he had a chart and it was, it showed like the adaption of tech and the price of tech and how that, how that all worked as far as early adopters, late adopters. And there's a, there's a prime point that you want to adopt new technology where it's still affordable and it's still it's affordable and relevant. Like if you're at the very front end, you're going to get crap that's very expensive. And if you get towards the end, it's going to be sure it's going to be super cheap, but it's going to be irrelevant. And so I, I think that that is, is, a, is a healthy outlook on tech. You can't be either all one way or all the other at the same time. Um, it, it reminds me of, the, of, of televisions. When we we bought a television in Italy for, it was like 300 bucks, and it was, I forget how big it was. It wasn't very big at all. And it was 
the cheapest about the cheapest thing that we could find at the time. We come back to the states seven years later, and for less money, for like two hundred twenty-five bucks, we got this massive television. I mean, I never thought I would have such a large television, but it was it, it's like all you can find, and it was super cheap. You know, it's just amazing to see in in the course of seven years how how things can can reduce so much in price as it's as it's adopted. It's amazing. I'm at that place right now where I would love. I mean, I've been doing a lot of vlog stuff, and I would love to do that with a GoPro. And I'm at that place we are talking about with Seth Godin of tension of if I go with the newest one, then I'm getting the latest and greatest. They're also possibly going out of business, and so there might not be a lot of supports with their bugs. Uh, but if I go with an older model, it's not like it's dirt cheap. Um, there's a lot of great things about it. It's still wireless. It still can go underwater. Um, but it's kind of at that point. I'm trying to figure out what would be the best price point. And so I haven't pulled the trigger on it because there's too much uncertainty, at least for me. And I think that that's a killer whenever you're trying to do those price points is that uncertainty. And that's why I've avoided... 4K monitors or, you know, retina screens and stuff like that is because I know that once I go there, it's, it's hard to go back. Oh yeah. So, you know, and, and with the price of everything, the, the price of things, etc. I just know that it's not time to adopt that yet. And so I'm holding back. And that's why like, I try to, cho- I try to choose, Okay, I need I need to so for example, like when I was creating my office space, okay, and I'm not done, but it's still a process. I thought, okay, what are the what are the things in my office I have to go higher end on, not the highest end. So I got a new um, Yeti mic, okay, and I got I, I built a desk out of parts from IKEA for less than twenty bucks. So my desk is pretty, pretty, and I got and to compensate for what little it has. I found my wife had an old mobile drawer unit that she did not want. It's like puts plastic. It's pretty crappy, <laughs> but she didn't want it anymore. I go, I'll take it and I'll hold, I'll hold my stuff. So it's not all on my desk. And, you know, then I had my nice mic and my cheap desk. I'm like, okay, my, my microphone's not high enough. I'm tired of stacking books on my desk. Mm-hmm. I'm going to buy a mic stand. So I looked at mic stands, and there's these huge boom stands for like $150, $190. And I found one for $14. Right. And it said, this one's kind of, wo- it's, it's not a boom, it's a straight stand. Okay. It said, this one's kind of wobbly. I'm like, I don't care. As long as it's, I can put it on the ground and I can sit and talk into it or I can put it all the way up and stand and talk into it. I don't care. I'm not playing a live show where I need it to be, you know, rock proof. <laughs> and so I went ahead and just bought that and it's it's what I'm using right now. It's perfect. I, de- I definitely want to get one of those for my mic. I know some that are always trying to save money that in the end, I'm pretty sure they spend more money sure. because stuff breaks Absolutely. as well. So, well, you know, but that's I, because you looked at it accurately, Phil, and yeah. you're like, how often am I going to use this? How am I going to use it? And you knew that that's a place that you could save money because you didn't need something yeah. that was going to be more durable. Right. You know? So that's a great example. So my church built a new building uh, over 10 years ago and we were putting uh, sound equipment in the, in the sanctuary and someone um, who was helping us out. Um, like I, they were kind, they kind of went to our church and they were kind of working for the company who was installing our speakers. So we were, we're kind of trusting them and we definitely should not have. And they recommended us these two speakers 
two speakers for under a balcony. No, two speakers under there were not enough. They recommended we were trying to go cheap, and they recommended two speakers to us, and they were like not a, a high end brand, but they they swore by their quality, and they put them down there. Because we had two speakers and um, covering too small of a space, we had them up too loud, and they they blew, and we knew they were blown as as early as you know two and a half three years ago, but we couldn't replace them because we sunk too much money into them. I mean, it wasn't a ton of money, but it was more than it was enough money that would it was prohibitive, you know, against us, you know, replacing them so soon. So just this past week, we had to buy four speakers that are they're EV, they're far better quality, and we're going to space them out properly and, and keep them at a reasonable volume so we don't blow these. But if we just went higher in the first place, we could have saved a lot of time and money. And for the past six months, those speakers have been turned off because they're so bad. So we would have, we would have been in a lot better place to have spent more money on the front end than to have try and cheaping it chip it out. Yeah, I used to buy my my wife a cheap laptop, and we went through three. I think we went through like three of them, and they would last anywhere between one of them only lasted a year. Um, and I, I was like, you know what? Forget this. You know, we're gonna get something higher quality. I I had purchased through my work. Um, higher quality gears, the Dell XPS series. And so I knew, you know, seeing how long mine, my laptops lasted, how much harder I put mine through the paces versus hers. So finally I, I, I purchased now, I purchased nice laptops for her and they last and I'm, I'm saving, I'm saving more money <laughs> than before. And in the end, she's, she's always had a nicer computer this way, you know? Um, so instead of passing along her old computer, taking the battery out and the kids using it as a toy, if it gets passed down, they can actually use it as a real computer. Yep. Bill, do you have any gadgets you want? Yeah, I want to. So my, the Mac I bought from school um, had 128 gigabyte hard drive. And as of right now, I have six gigab- gigabytes free. Hmm. So I want to buy this thing called the Tardisk. And I don't know if it's a Doctor Who joke, but I, I hope it is. Um, yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. But the Tardisk is basically an adapter with a micro SD card inside that you can plug into your laptop and it will, you can pair it with your SSD and it will permanently expand your hard drive space. So I don't use an SD card slot ever. And you know what? I'm most positive it is a, tar- a Tardis joke because looking at the logo here, the logo looks like it's high Galfrian. That's awesome. I'm totally getting this. I, I've, Jeremy, I've, toyed with the idea of getting like a second monitor or a desktop monitor to go with my laptop. But considering how much I, I kind of move around, it's just not practical. So what I would really like for an upgrade is um, getting a dedicated SSD um, drive added to my laptop here so that I could uh, have a little bit more hard drive space. And plus it would be SSD, so it would be super, super fast. But it's, I don't Need is a strong word. <laughs> are you are you gonna make it internal or external? Internal, internal. I have space for it, so I would. I, I, then I'd have a third drive, so then I have two SSDs and one HD in it, which would be pretty rocking and pretty awesome. I would probably put an SSD in it just for um, games, and only my games would be on that, and then it would free up um, my HD for for more work stuff. But uh, because it is for games and it's for a hobby, I think you know what. That's just not important enough. Hmm. Yes, you are not important well, enough. Well, it's, you know, 
I'm sometimes I'm you know, painfully practical. Jer- Jeremy, Jeremy, that's a good point. My, so like I, so I don't, I, I don't keep hanging on this laptop, but I bought a laptop and I have a laptop bag because my old laptop bag has my old laptop in it and it's actually falling apart. And I have a school laptop bag, but I don't want to keep using their bag for my laptop when I'm moving around with it. So last night I'm like, Oh honey, I found this laptop on the on this bag on Amazon. And I don't know, it's like $17 and I like spending money. And my wife's like, buy the bag, you idiot. It's like, it's not that much money. You're not going to break the bank on a $17 laptop bag. Just buy the bag. 17 bucks for a bag. Phil, is it that nice of a bag? I mean, seriously. I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll see. It's Amazon back, so we'll see how good it is when I get it. Uh, Amazon Basic is kind of hit and miss. It's not. No, no, it's not their brand. I actually. Well, here's the thing. I saw a guy with the same bag, and I said, "Hey, where'd you get the bag from?" Like Amazon. How much was it? Under twenty. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to Google based upon appearances. I found what I think. I think it's the exact same bag. So well, I I shopped and shopped and shopped and shopped for bags, and I finally decided to go with Case Logic because in my I, I remember having Case Logic cassette tape boxes. And CD, like you had them for so many years yes. and they were thrown around and the yes. stupid things were so, they, they they still worked, but you couldn't use them for anything because you no longer had cassettes. That's how long the thing lasts. So I found uh, a Case Logic bag. I think it ended up being like 47 bucks or something like that, which for high quality bags, a lot, they, a lot of times start like at a hundred bucks. And so, yeah. That was kind of my experience. I would definitely pull the trigger because you need it. I mean, you need a good bag. As I've talked about in the past where I had a bad laptop bag in my laptop, not once, but twice in 24 hours hit the ground and one time fairly hard. It's definitely important. Yeah, dude, one time and it's over. One time and yeah. it's over. Get a, get a decent yeah. bag, Phil. Yeah. Come on, I think pull the trigger. I, pull the trigger and I think I might also get a rubberized case for it too. Good. A small investment. See, I, <laughs> with Church Mag, I remember when I first first acquired church mag and i'm like oh gosh you know i don't know 40 bucks a month for vault press where it backs up the whole site in real time every little change and you can roll it back to any day replacing ten, replacing ten thousand blog posts by hand i'm like i don't know and then i realized like what auto insurance costs and homeowners insurance costs and everything i'm like whoa you know, 40 bucks a month, that's nothing. Yes, I better sign that's up for a, this. That's a good point, yeah. That's a good point. You know, protect your... Because your website is your digital real estate. I mean, protect your protect you your would, investment. You wouldn't buy a house without uh, homeowner insurance. We're professionals, guys. I was going to say, I was going to say, uh, yeah, nowadays you just see a cool thing. You're like, mm, should I buy that? I think I should, I think I should, I think I should. So you, you like to, as we say, pimp out your entire blog. There you go. There you go. Yeah, um... It, or or people who don't get a case for their smartphone, I don't know how they do that. You know, Bec- how do you not break your phone, man? I've only dropped my phone hard enough once in the past four and a half years, and it's just a small crack on the back. Oh, you must be one of those guys that just—I don't know how you do it. What about you, Phil? He's definitely—he's definitely one of those guys. Clearly, <laughs> let's not even describe it. I'm just one of those guys. Everybody fill in all your adjectives later. Yeah, I, I got a like—it's not Gorilla Glass. It's a—it's a nice kind of glass-ish, non-plastic screen cover because if you get if you go too cheap on your screen covers, then it it. Your touchscreen doesn't reply very well, and so I found it's worth it to spend a little bit more on that. And I thought someone in our family had cracked their screen, and upon further review, we realized it was the cover that had cracked. 
And so we just got a new cover and now they have a good looking screen again. And so I was really grateful <laughs> that I had put screen covers on because it, 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 it saved their screen. And so your fear sure. of not having a cover, I have the Pixel, which has also the glass back. So not only is it just the front, but it's also the back as well. You're stressing me out and making me nervous right now. <laughs> oh, the Pixel. Oh, I wanted the Pixel. But I had to buy four phones when we got to America, so <laughs> I had the, I had choices. So either Dad can get a phone or everyone can get a phone. <laughs> You're better man than I. <laughs> you, you, you'll have your day, Jeremy. Yeah, you you'll have, have, you're have like three kids all hitting high school at the same time, right, Jeremy? <laughs> no, they're spaced out a little more than that. The, lo- the last two will be. You know, I have a together. daughter, right? Yeah, but they're all they're all yeah. boys. They're all boys. So he's going to justify <laughs> all the cool toys. I know he yeah. is. Yeah, Eric's got all girls, and Jeremy's got all boys. Here's, by by law of average, by law by law of average, <laughs> by law of Eric's averages, law of averages, by law of averages. Okay, when, when my kids, when my girls were around the age of ten, I think that the coolest, like we bought a Nintendo sixty four off of eBay, retro kind of thing, for them. It was like thirty bucks or something, and that was the height of our tech. Now that I have a ten year old boy, he's running. Uh, a little Alienware Alpha, and he's got all kinds of cool games in Minecraft and all that kind of stuff. And so I, I can see the the huge gap <laughs> between what my girls had and were interested in versus my boys. So I'm just saying, Jeremy, that more than likely you're going to have some some fun toys around your house. That's all I'm saying. And I will struggle through it every single day. I know you will suffer. I will suffer. I play with them. I mean, totally just bought it for them and not for myself. No, I, I think, honestly, when you sum it all up, I think that the three of us are fairly practical guys. I mean, I, I followed you along, Jeremy, in your, your building process because I, 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 I watched it closely because I was thinking personally of building something. I just needed something portable. I still would like to build something because you can get so much more bang for the buck if you build it yourself. Um, but watching even you do it, and, and hearing Phil's stories about his 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 laptop bag and his previous phones, the and struggle is real, guys. The struggle is real. <laughs> I know, right? I, I think in general we're we're pretty practical guys when it comes to that kind of stuff. Well, the other thing that I would love to do, as far as um, tech and gadgets, is that I currently don't have a backup hard drive internally. I have all my important stuff backed up on Google Drive, um, but I would love to have an internal local backup. Um, just in case there's a hard drive fail, so I don't have to spend a couple days downloading several. Because right, I have a terabyte on a Google Drive, and it's three-quarters full. So just imagine if I had to replace all that content. Well, what I'm wondering, how big is your main hard drive? A terabyte. I only have one, and it's a terabyte. A terabyte? Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, you can get a terabyte drive for what? An internal terabyte drive for probably, what, 80 bucks or yeah. something? Right, and that's what that's, yeah. that's what I think and my next purchase is going to be is get an internal um, backup hard drive. Probably maybe get two just to have one as backup for all the important stuff. Why don't you? And then if you think you if you don't think you'll need more than a terabyte for your whole system, you could always do like one of those RAID configurations where it reads and writes on both of them at the same time. Yeah, I mean that's why I was thinking of doing is that. So I'm, yeah, I'm at that point right now where I think I'll just do that. Yeah, we have an external drive that we back up. Actually, I have two of them, 
and they have the, they're like mirrored backups. So we have it twice. I'm not mobile enough with the video content. So there's really no reason for me to have it externally because it just costs that much more with all the extra stuff. I mean, I have a case that I could just, I have one of those like external docs that you can just pop in a um, internal yeah, laptop yeah. or a desktop drive. But I've got one of those. But I figured let's just put it in inside and let it go crazy. Yeah, it's faster. It's faster, and they. Uh, I don't know if they they they. Uh, I don't want to say wear out less, but in my experience, is I've my external drives go before my internals for whatever reason. Okay, so I got to head out. I got to we got a spring cleaning at church today. All right, so you are going to apply what we did several podcasts ago, and just. Empty up the empty out those closets, huh? Um, I'm going to do whatever I'm instructed to do according to my pastor and the Word of God, but uh, probably if I have time. <laughs> but will there be donuts? I'm, that's why I've got to leave so early because it starts at eight thirty. I got to get donuts and coffee going. Okay, dude, yeah. go go. And yes. if you have any maple donuts, eat one in my honor because I love. No, maple we don't donuts. do those. Those are gross. I don't, I don't even what? make them around here. Oh, yeah, okay. sorry. It is a regional thing I learned Man. moving to Virginia. Man, your donut ministry, but how could you say such a heinous thing, Phil? Maple are the sorry. best. I love them. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> All right, I'm out. See I'll you later. Bye. <laughs> you like maple donuts, Jeremy? I'm a fan, yeah. Man. I think if I had to pick between like the vanilla, or the, the maple donuts or the maple glaze topping, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. If I had to pick between chocolate, vanilla, or maple, it's always maple. Mm-hmm. Always. Me too. Me too. Oh. Send us an email, subscribe, and search for previous episodes of the Church Mag Podcast by visiting Church Mag. You'll find a link on the main menu. Go to churchm.ag. That's churchmag, churchm.ag. Please leave us a review on iTunes, and don't forget to tell your church tech friends about Church Mag. Until next week. The Church Mag Podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com. I didn't think you drink coffee, Jeremy. Yeah, I drink coffee. Then I am sorry that you have not drank the coffee mm-hmm. yet. I don't. I'm very stickler about it. I don't drink more than two cups of it, and I don't drink after 1 p.m., but I almost always drink coffee. That That's a lot of rules. Mm-hmm. But it's coffee. It helps me sleep. I get that. I understand. I was the numbskull that would drink coffee at like five or six o'clock. Yeah. Lattes, iced lattes or something. And then you're an iced latte. Yeah. I could drink coffee at nine and still go to bed at 11. Mm. Yeah. See, I, I, I tend to be that way. And, and I, I think it's true that Jeremy is an iced latte. He's cool, <laughs> sweet, a little creamy. <laughs> and yet without all that, it's very, very bitter. <laughs> <laughs> and plenty of pushback against sleep. Anyway, all right.